it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey everyone, it's Brandy. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as I absolutely enjoy bringing this awesome content to you. Look, beauty professionals, this show is for you. And I want to make sure we can continue to bring our awesome guests and awesome information to help empower the beauty community all over the world. You can help by doing your part in making a small donation. You can check our link in the show notes and donate right on Anchor, or we'll have another link available for you to do so. Thank you so much for supporting. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you're sharing it as well. As always, stay great. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's episode with you. I had a phenomenal interview with Amber Likens. She was such a delight to have on the podcast. We had a great conversation. She really shared a lot about video content and how it has helped her to shift her own business. And she has an awesome program, Create Content Academy, where she trains other female entrepreneurs on how to do the same. I think you're really going to enjoy the awesome gems that she dropped and just the phenomenal conversation that we had in this interview. Here is a little bit of Amber's bio. Amber Likens is an entrepreneur who spent a decade in the beauty industry growing her business the hard way, chasing prospects around, trying to convince them they need her product, and getting blocked on social media. You know the drill. At her breaking point, she was introduced to YouTube and began producing simple videos designed to educate women of all ages on their cosmetics and skincare routines. Amber's video content has generated so much success that she co-founded the Create Content Academy with the goal to teach the same strategies and skills to beauty entrepreneurs across the map. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview and here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandi Taylor. We have an awesome guest today, Amber Likens. Welcome, Amber. What's up, Brandy? I'm so happy to be right here with you today. I am so I'm happy to have you on the show. So, Amber, before we get into all the awesome things that you do in your business, tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. You know, I love beauty, so I'm super girly. If it's sparkly and pink and all of that, but people really honestly don't know about me is that I am a simple girl that loves to live in the country and I have owned pigs and chickens and I have clean coops and I have collected eggs and you know I've done all of that so I don't mind being outside getting dirty riding on like the four-wheeler and the ranger and just having fun um you know so I that's people were like what you have farm animals (laughs) so yes I do and I'm obsessed yeah that's pretty cool so is it like a family thing that you do on a farm with the pigs and everything and the chickens and all that It is my boys. It started by me purchasing like these amazing organic free range eggs. So when I had, you know, children with my husband, we were like, it'd be kind of cool to have eggs of our own and chicken. So we were like, okay, well we can sell them. So we did that and the boys saved up money. They would help and go out, collect eggs. And so it kind of started like that, but then you know, it became a huge um, process because we had like 32 chickens. And then I was like, this is a lot of work, (laughs) 
but it became really fun because our kids helped a lot and they would sell them for like three dollars a dozen and they had their customers so you know just keep teaching them like business skills yeah it was good yeah, that sounds awesome. And I tell you this, Amber, I would take you as the farm girl just, just to look at you. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. If you're talking about shocking, I'm like, yeah, people are like, like, no way. Like, yeah, it's fine. Throw on some mud boots. Be good. Yeah, so that's a, that, thanks for sharing that. That's definitely a fun fact for sure. Yes, yes. Great, great. So tell us a little bit about you and about your business and what you're currently doing right now. Yeah, so currently right now, I find that like I'm in this stage of major growth because I have really learned the video content world and understanding that I can create an amazing video. And as long as my value is super high, right, then my audience is really receptive to that. And then it is amazing how my customers have boomed, right? I have women that are like, I want all the cosmetics that you talk about. Um, and now I'm in this stage where they're like, tell me how you do video. Like, how did you do that? What are you using? Tell me the equipment. Well, tell me all the social media ins and outs, you know? And so I'm at a stage right now where I'm teaching women with um, actually my business partner, Olivia Hayward. She's amazing. So we really work with women and help them find their ideal client and attract them right in a very natural, organic way. So you're not chasing down all these people anymore. They're actually chasing you. So it's really cool. Awesome. So I know you have like a YouTube channel and you also do video on like, what is it? Maybe Instagram and Facebook as well. I do. Yeah. I started with Facebook live, you know, that became this whole big thing years ago. And then I fell in love with the lives because people could comment and you could respond right then. But then it came, like, I was like, I need to record this so I can use it as good reference and they can have a good resource. So YouTube got introduced to me. And I actually, at first I was like, I do not want to be on YouTube. There's too many beauty people on YouTube. Like, why me? Um, and then it was obviously redirected. And Olivia was like, no, you need to be on YouTube. So I did. I opened up a channel and it's it's it was really, I would find at first, very intimidating because I was like, <gasps> oh my gosh, it's recorded. I can't edit once it's out, you know? <laughs> um, but now it's amazing because people, when they see your mistakes or, you know, they see your growth, right? From my first video to now, it's really cool. So yes. Great. So it sounds like you started off using video as a tool for your own business. Yes. And now in your current business, you're actually helping other entrepreneurs learn how to utilize video as well. So kind of take us, you know, through that and tell us like what video has done for you and in turn what you do for your clients through helping them with video. Okay, awesome. Yeah, at first when I didn't use video, I found that I was really um, almost kind of trying to convince people to do business with me. And that got very exhausting and I would find myself very discouraged and frustrated um, and like questioning my abilities and now using video content my audience that I ideally want to attract, which are women that want a flawless face on camera or off camera, that they can honestly now find me. So when they're coming to me, they want what I have to offer, you know, and they realize my content and what I'm creating has helped them. And that's really amazing. So my business now, it was like 90, 95% all online, but now it's like 100% of my business is all virtual. It is 
it is literally night and day difference. Um, my income has changed a lot because of that, because I'm able to reach more of the masses, you know, um, in other countries too, my content's being shared. So I just always like to reiterate to women. I'm like, if you're nervous about it, that's natural, but you have to think about what you're missing first, because that's what you're leaving behind is because you're scared to do it, but the blessings are on the other side, right? Mm -hmm. See them because you're so scared from it. So it's really changed a lot. I mean, my husband sees a difference and he's like, actually, like you seem a lot happier, you know, you're not as worried or stressed. And I'm like, yeah, because I create content and I love it. And I talk to women that actually want to talk to me, you know? So that's been a big game changer. Yes. Now, how did you go about crafting your content? Like in the beginning, I know you were doing Facebook lives and, you know, creating video content, but now you're really crafting your content to attract your ideal audience. So how did you go about doing that? Yeah. So I just have to show up as my authentic self, you know, and I put myself in my client's situation and I'm like, what do they struggle with? You know, what do I struggle with? Right. And so I started my content through that, through problem solving, right. I took a problem and I sobbed the crap out of it, right? I was like, all right, let me like step this up and help them like execute it immediately. How can they implement it immediately? Because it's that result driven. And when you find results, I mean, right there, your eyes open up and you're like, oh my gosh, it worked. So that really helped a lot as well. Um, yeah, so that's been huge for me. Yeah. I love that you said be your authentic self because I feel like, Oftentimes, the problem is with, especially females, when we step out as entrepreneurs, we're like, well, I don't quite look like her and I'm not quite like Amber and I don't know how to be like Brandy. So how do I really step out there? And so what's some tips that you would give women that are, you know, feeling that way? How do I step out? How do I just be me when I feel like maybe people won't accept me for who I really am? Okay. Yeah, it is really remembering the cameras in front of you yes and you don't see anyone but you're talking to the one person so it's really creating that avatar of who your client is and when you can envision that woman sitting right in front of you and it's like having coffee with her or like you and I talking right now you know I'm having a talk with you and so you really have to know like I am I'm not talking to a hundred different people that don't want what I want I'm talking to a hundred people that want what I want right so I'm imagining that woman and I can see her face, right? I can see her having these problems and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give you a solution. Are you ready? And then I just talk like, it's my girlfriend. <laughs> that is the biggest thing. And I'm like, you know, it's really hard when you're around strangers and you're like, how do I open up? But when you imagine those strangers as like friends you've known forever, it becomes so easy. You know, you cut up, you say things and you're like, whatever, I don't care. Um, it just really helps. And then they're more attracted to that right? They're now at a place of trusting all the things that you're sharing with them. And so anything else that you bring value and you want to help them solve their ears open, you know, they're right there, but it's just imagining that one person behind the camera, you know, and don't think about the millions of people on YouTube. <laughs> think about just that one woman or that one man, you know, who is it? Yeah. I love that. I remember I was given similar advice for speaking so when I would do public speaking, when we could do live events and I'm on a stage, I usually would find someone in the audience that I connect with, like someone that's looking at me. 
And so I would look at that person and that would be my audience. Instead of looking at everybody, I would find one person that was really listening to what I had to say that was really connecting with me. And I would just be laser focused on that person. So I guess you could do the same thing with video. Just, you know, think about that woman who had the needs, your ideal client, and you can provide her with something. You can add value to her. So when you're speaking on video, you're speaking directly to her and it makes it a little bit more comfortable. I can see that for sure. Absolutely. And I even think deeper, like what does she watch on Netflix? You know, what book is she reading? Where does she shop? Because when you're doing video, those are topics that you can bring up and that that resonates with her. And she's on the other side, like clapping, snapping, excited. Um, And she feels as though you're speaking directly to her because you've already targeted who she is, you know? Awesome. I love that. So let's talk about Create Content Academy. So this is an academy that you created. Tell us a little bit about it and the type of services that you offer within it. Yes. So it came up, my DMs were blowing up, like teach me what you do, teach me what you do. Right. And so Olivia and I created this amazing program where it gave women the resources. So they immediately get five videos, right? They get this bundle and they can get five videos. And right there, it teaches them with the equipment that they have at home, with the lighting or anything that they have at home, with the space that they have, how they can create it and start tomorrow start today, right? But it also gets them into a community where they can actually have the moral support, right? It's really difficult to share your dreams with someone on doing video content if they have no clue what that even means, you know? So there's a lot of text stuff that goes on behind it and, you know, questions. And so we knew the community would bring a lot of value as well. So we're like, get in there. We do Q&As, we do accountability calls. Um, we also teach like if you want high end equipment, what high end is the best right off of experience from what we use. So we really just want women to start before they're ready, you know, but have the support right there with the community um, and just get started because we say this all the time and it's so true Brandy but your people are waiting for you to show up. If you are holding back, you are hurting somebody else and that's the truth right? Because they're waiting for your voice, for, you know, someone that looks like you, talks like you, right? Teaches Mm -hmm. like you. And so with Create Content Academy, that's exactly what we've created for them to really get past that and just start. Well, I think that's awesome because I can understand how it can be, especially when you're trying to figure out, okay, what equipment to use, how to edit this thing. And so what happens is, it's oftentimes we have these huge ideas and we say, okay, let's say for instance, if I wanted to start a YouTube channel, but then you're starting to think about, okay, I have to get this camera. I have to do, get this lighting. I have to get this editing software. I don't know where to start. You're watching all of these videos and things. You're getting all this mixed information. And what can happen is, is you can make that very thing that is possible for you to do that you need to do, you should do, you can make it almost impossible in your mind because it's su- it became such a big, huge thing, right? You're like, well, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to figure out how to edit or do all of this. It's so much, I'm not, not doing it. And that's what oftentimes stop people from doing that. So I think this is phenomenal that you're really not only telling them what to do and what equipment to get, but holding them accountable and having them start. I love when you said having them start before they're ready. 
Yes. Yeah. That's a quote that my girlfriend says, Olivia. I know I plug her a lot, but we spend so much life together. And I'm like, that's what she told me all those years. She's like, Amber, do you too? Do you too? Right. And I was like, she didn't really tell me for all those years. She told me for a minute. And then she like, she like, get on YouTube. Um, and I was like, ah, but I did it. And it's really, I'm glad I did it because my business has like, it's flipped dramatically. Right. It's been awesome. But I have to tell you something, Brandy. I started with my cell phone and I still use my cell phone recording. Can I be so real and a hundred? Really? Yes. I find that women are like, what camera do you use? And I'm like, girl, I use my iPhone. Now I have a good iPhone, but I use my iPhone. They're like, what do you use to edit? And I'm like, iMovie. It's so easy. And they're like, they assume you use all this high tech. And I'm like, listen, you can have all the high tech equipment in the world, but if your content and your value is like at a two but your high tech is at a 10, your people are not going to, they're not going to engage. They're not going to subscribe. They're not going to be there. They're not going to trust like anything because there's no value there, right? You've lost them in the sauce, right? So um, yeah, sort of my cell phone and I just make sure my value is like, you know, really good and what I'm problem solving. Um, and then I'm obviously make sure everything looks really pleasing online too. But yeah, I do my cell phone. Yes. I love that you shared that because sometimes we do make it like into something that we cannot do because I don't know. My husband has a, a few Canon SLR cameras and he was re helping me record some content the other day and I couldn't even figure out how to pause the thing. Okay. So I was like, okay, I got to learn how to use this camera. But for those people who may be technically challenged, everyone has a cell phone. And so I love that you said, I use my phone. And, and oftentimes now we're carrying many computers in our pockets, right? In our purses. These are like high tech, you know, technology that we carry our cell phones. So if you have the right lighting and you have the background set up good, I can see how you could actually use your phone and get quality video. So that's one less thing you have to worry about. If you're worried about, oh, I can't afford all this equipment, use your phone. So I love that you shared that. Awesome. Awesome. So um, I think this, you know, this is really great, you know, that what you're doing with uh, Create Content Academy. I'm going to make sure I get the link from you so that we can put that information in the show notes as well. So what would you recommend for someone who is like, okay, I don't know if I should do Facebook Live or should I do Instagram TV or should I get on YouTube or like, what would you recommend for someone who's starting out in video and they're looking to put some content out there to connect with their ideal audience? Okay, that's a wonderful question. And it's showing up where your audience is. So if you notice that, you know, you really have to break it down to the age group of who your target is, um, you know, what the sex of your audience is, right? And where they actually show up the most and where that is, is where you need to be. So, you know, at first mine was Facebook. That's where my audience was. And then it easily converted into YouTube. Um, and then I love Instagram, you know, I love Instagram as well. So it really is a place where it show up where your audience is. And if you're confused on where they are and you're like, I don't have an audience yet, we'll show up where you want to be right. Where you want your voice to have a bigger platform. Um, and then from there, to be honest with you, I love YouTube and I'll tell you the biggest reason I know this is going to sound so crazy, but you can create your content for YouTube and then you can share that to the other platforms, right? That one piece of content that you made, you can now share it to Facebook. 
and your Facebook world is able to see it. You can share it to IG in short form and you can redirect them back to YouTube. Um, it's a good landing place. You know what I mean? Um, there's like 1.5 billion people that are on YouTube every day watching video content in the first eight seconds of your video it captures them, right? They're either staying or they're leaving. So just understanding where your audience is, showing up for that place. But if you choose YouTube, it's great because you can redirect them. Um, you know, you can share it to other platforms and redirect them back to your channel and be monetized and get paid for your content on the back end. You know, I'm like, that's a blessing. I'm going to do this anyways. And if I can get paid from YouTube, then that's a win-win, you know? So I do, that's another reason I love that platform. Great. Now, one thing I've seen with Facebook, like if you share your YouTube link, yes, you're not going to get as many views. But if you upload it to Facebook, then of course, they're going to push their own platform. Because what it is, is I guess with the ag algorithm, they don't want to send people somewhere else. So what is do you have any tricks for getting around that at all? Well, I would say that Facebook is really redirected. Facebook is a good place for sharing. Like that's what it was created for. It's like, it's a shareable content place, right? YouTube is a place for it to keep you on YouTube, right? It's going to filter you into more videos. It's like, you know, you get into a series, you know, and you're, you're addicted. It's a TV show. People don't really have major TV networks anymore. They go to YouTube as their TV. Um, so to be honest with you, my thing is when I link my YouTube video out there on Facebook, I just know my business page of the people that have liked and follow me and see my things on the regular, they'll see it. Um, and if they share it from there, then fingers crossed that their audience will see it too. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's really one of my key things. I have groups and communities as well. I find that that's helpful, really making sure that you have a community in Facebook because that'll help you as well. Make sure they have pinned your group so they're not missing any posts that you make. So if you really do want to make sure people aren't missing your stuff, it's create a community, have a group, um, make sure it's pinned. So anything that you post, they see it first. Okay, that's interesting. I was wondering about that because I was wondering, like, I know sometimes if I create a YouTube video, I'll do a clip for Instagram. Because especially if it's like a 20 minute video, you know, you're not gonna put that on Instagram. So you just put like a clip like so and say, check out my YouTube channel so you can watch the full video. But then on I was wondering, should I do the same thing for Facebook or just actually share the direct link from YouTube? And I know there's like some mixed, mixed information about that. So that's why I wanted to, you know, kind of address that for sure. Yeah, I would definitely just share your link. I would I mean, to be honest with you, that's that's going to be easier for you to just do it that way. So I would start there. Yeah. Great, great, great. So tell us about, so we talked about the the Create Content Academy. So what else do you have in the works or that, that you're working on within your business? Oh, girl, there's a lot, honey. How long we got? No, I'm <laughs> Um, you know, so we have a mastermind program, you know, we have realized that women are like, they want more, they want more, they want more, they want to see results quickly, but they also need more assistance. So we have this eight week accelerated program where we take them from A to Z in eight weeks. 
<laughs> and they are getting a clarity coach, a content creating coach, a branding coach where it's like, you know, a done for you branding. It's amazing. Um, Cause all those little ins and outs, we want to make sure you're like really aesthetically pleasing online. So people's eyes know, Oh, that's Brandy, you know, Oh, that's Amber, right? Like you really stand out. Um, and then a camera coach really understand how to attract your audience through video. Right. So that's what I, I coach in. Um, so we have that eight week mastermind program. It's phenomenal. We're actually in the middle of one right now. And these girls are getting crazy great results. But that end of the eight weeks, then we launched their channel. Um, and the coolest thing, Brandy, about that is that because it's a community, we only take a small amount of women, but we are the first ones that like subscribe to their channel, that like their video, that comment on their video, right? That's the coolest thing about being in programs and having that tight knit community is because these women are like right there pushing you to the top. Um, because that really helps with like your analytics and all that stuff, you know, all the algorithms are very like, ah, how do I work through that? So we really, we do that. So we have a mastermind program, and then we have a do-it-yourself, self-paced, create content academy. But one of the things I tell women is like, get the five-day challenge. Get your get yourself wrapped around this because um, that'll help you get a good jump start. Hey, it's Brandi Taylor, the business coach for beauty professionals. I help beauty pros amplify their business and take more action. I am super excited to share the Beauty Pro Mastermind with you, a group for serious beauty pros who want to find ways to continue to thrive in their business, a safe place for support, accountability, and education. This group is for beauty professionals who are ready for change in their business, understanding that commitment is required to achieve your goals. You know you need to make a move, but you're unclear and need an extra push. My mission is to empower beauty professionals and equip them to achieve their goals, bringing beauty and business together through support, education, and business resources. Register today for the Beauty Pro Mastermind at IamBrandyTaylor.com and just click on Beauty Pro Mastermind. I will also include the details in the show notes. Yeah, we're going to go into the five-day challenge in a minute because I want you to break it down because I think it's something that my audiences should definitely consider taking their, themselves as this challenge. But before we get into that, I really want to know, like, what drives you? Because you're so passionate about video content and creating content. You know, why are you so passionate about this and what drives you to be that passionate? Girl, okay. You might cry. You ready for tears? No. <laughs> um, in the beginning of my business, I started my business in 2005. Um, and then in 2010, I took this big promotion in my business where I could mentor and help other women. Um, and this is within my beauty business. So between those like first five years before I took that big promotion, I was hustling the streets. Girl, I, I did not have a studio space. My home office kind of looked non-existent, right? It was just like a little nook in the corner. Um, so I needed to have clients. And I was like, where do I take my clients? I was spending time in coffee shops. I was at the gym networking. I was everywhere I could be telling people, hey, I'm in beauty. I would love to give you a consultation, right? I was hustling nonstop because if I didn't get out there, I made no money. So if I didn't get up, get cute and get out the door, there was zero income. Um, so I really showed up. But the thing that was so difficult and hard for me is because I was targeting every woman, you know, and that is really, <laughs> that's not necessarily how I 
I should have done it, but I didn't know any better. And it was really tough because I was disappointed a lot. I had no shows. I had people canceling on me that didn't tell me they were canceling on me, right? I showed to the appointment, did all my work um, behind the scenes to get ready, and they were nowhere to be found. Um, and it was really sad. It had me questioning everything that I did. And so the reason I'm so dang passionate about what I do is because I show up for what I love and that's never changed. The beauty industry has never changed. I love it. But now the women that I'm talking to actually want what I have, you know? And so I was in the beginning part of like chasing down so many women in my community. And that's, is that's, if I couldn't get there, then it was just non-existent, right? Uh, but now I'm like, I'm reaching the millions all over the U.S., all over the world, right, globally, and it makes me so happy to read messages, and they're like, your videos have really changed XYZ for me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, crazy, right? I recorded that video three months ago, you know, it was a 15-minute video, and it is blessing more people all the time, and it just, that's the heartbeat behind it. My kids, Girl, they give me so much dang drive, you know, my kids, my husband, um, just making sure like we're so thankful every day that the Lord's blessed us to wake up. But I'm like, you know, it just really gets me excited to have another day. So let me do what I can to, you know, bless someone else. But I'm very optimistic, Brandy, very optimistic. Great. It is. It sounds like the shift was made when you understood who your ideal client is. Yes. And it's interesting because I just talked about this. I'm always talking about that because I remember in my business, I did the same thing, Amber. I didn't know who my client was. And so I thought like I could do makeup for everybody. I could work with all women. But one way I did find out was when I started advertising on Facebook to get clients, I realized who was paying attention to my ads. And I had a certain target I had set, but it'll show you the age range that really looks at your ads. So when I really started to look at that, I'm like, hmm, it's a little older than what I thought. Like, I thought it was like going to be younger, but it was a little older. So I shifted my advertising to match that. And so instead of starting off at like with 20 year olds, I started at 30 because I realized 30 and up, I was attracting more of that audience. And so me just looking at that, I understood, okay, so I attract women between the ages of 30 to 45 who live in this general area and they work this type of job. And I was really able to see that. Now, once I started working with some of those clients, I was able to really tailor my message even more because now I can see, okay, who's my perfect client? Oh, this is her. She's, you know, she's 35. She makes this much a year. She shops here. She likes makeup. She does this. And then I really could really narrow down and target her and speak to her. And that made a shift for me, me really realizing who my client was. Another thing that helped me shift out, and I want to see if you could relate to this as well, was also niching down, like not doing everything and offering everything, really niching down to what I really was passionate about doing and what I really loved in beauty. And when I did that, I saw a shift as well. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, we might be able to do all things in beauty, right? Like Halloween makeup, dramatic, or like this crazy wild eye look, right? But that's not really like what we're passionate about. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I can do it. Um, and it also is about the quality of our work over like 
quantity, right? I, I rather like people might say, book me for Halloween stuff. And I could probably book a ton of people, but I'm like, I'm actually don't really want to do that. You know, so understanding. Yeah. I think you're point on with that. Yeah. Niching that down and understanding like really you're showing up for work. So you got to be excited about it. So what do you want to do with that? Yes. Yeah. And why do you think so many people don't make that connection? Because it's almost as if we don't think we can, you know, have our cake and eat it too. Like we can actually, you know, do what we love and do what we're passionate about and get paid for it. It's almost like a guilty pleasure because oftentimes people know exactly what they like and what they don't like. Like you said, you know, you, you like pretty makeup like me. We like pretty makeup. Like we really don't want to make you look like the night of the living dead. We, maybe I could, but that's not really my lane. So I'm not targeting that client. But some people are afraid of turning down people, afraid of losing people. And they're afraid of really pursuing what they're passionate about, what they truly love to do. Why do you think that is? I think people are desperate for money, girl. Listen, that's where I was. I was like, honey, oh, you're going to pay me a hundred dollars. I will do it. I will be there. Right. Even though I'm like dragging to get there. No, I'm showing up because I got bills to pay. Um, I find when you're, especially in the beginning stages of being an entrepreneur, you are in a place of like, it is life or death. <laughs> you're like, I got to survive. I got to eat. You know, I got to pay my bills. Um, I think that that is, it's a place of being scared. And you're like, are there going to be enough people that I can serve? But if I do this, I can make more. And I'm like, you're going to suffer more pleasing everyone than pleasing like you and what your family needs. You know what I mean? Um, it's tough. It's tough. But I think it comes down to the finances. I really do. Yeah, I can see that, too, because especially, you know how it is when you're an artist, like, you know, like you've heard we've all heard starving artists. Right. So we're trying to, like, make it. And in the beginning, sometimes it's hard to really figure out your lane. And so you're doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And that's OK, because I think sometimes when you when you're doing multiple things, you could discover what's really for you. And then eventually, as you grow your business, you can eliminate the things that are not for you and, you know, that are not tailored and in line with your vision of your business at that particular time. Yeah, because they may be confused at first. Maybe like, I don't really know what my niche is. But yeah, you're exactly right. Try it all and see, and then you can start making those big decisions. Yes. Great. So another thing I want you to tap into as well is you've been able to, like you said earlier, 100% of your business is all online now. It's all digital. And many, you know, beautypreneurs now are having to get online more. They're, if they're still behind a chair, if they're still doing makeup services or hair services or whatever, they're looking for like multiple streams of income and things of that nature. So how were you able to just now get everything 100% online? Like take us through that. Okay. So, you know, I still offer these one-on-one -on -one sessions with my clients or people that want to be my clients, because I understand you can do a video and it, you know, will reach multiple people, but some women really need that connection. They need the conversation. They need to ask you, you know, direct questions. Um, and so I really, I offer sessions still. So I really make sure if they need me for like a bridal shoot or their actual wedding, um, if it's a photo shoot that they're doing now, I will show up for that because, you know, that is a service that needs to be done in person. But if they want to talk to me about their makeup routine, their skincare routine, and I'm like, you know, let's have a conversation. 
let me get on a phone call with you for 30 minutes. I want to see your makeup bag. I want to see what's in your bathroom. Show me. Um, and then I can really understand why they're having a problem and why they, and I'm like, because you don't actually have the right tools. So this is what you're missing, you know? Um, Cause I find that that sometimes is, that's a hindrance. They're like, I feel like I have everything, but I'm not getting the results I need. I'm like, we need to talk. Um, because watching a video is one thing, but implementing it when you find that you're stuck and you don't have the tools is very challenging. Um, so I would still tell the women, like, make sure you're offering that consultation. Don't lose. I know the face-to-face -face is not as popular and it's like, oh, I can do virtual. That'd be amazing. Um, but that face-to-face -face connection is really important, but it's really just the conversation, making someone feel like, hey, I, I hear you and I'm right here. So you have my support. And that, that's really how I conduct my business. And, um, you know, I want people to understand, like, you can still touch me, feel me, see me, right? Even if it is virtual in that way, I'm still human. I'm here. Um, and so I, I haven't lost that touch. So I have really made sure I have engaged both of them together. And made sure everything is fine. sorry for that loud ding. My computer is making sounds. <laughs> Great. Thanks for sharing that. So are you doing like your, are you doing consultations and makeup lessons online? Is that what it is? Yes, ma'am. Yes, I am. And it really, it's amazing to me that they're, they're needed, right? I mean, my, at my studio, I was always booked out. The times that I was available, I was booked out and women needed that. But I'm, I found that doing them virtually were just as successful, if not more, because I could limit my time because an in-person session could take an hour, hour and a half. Um, and a lot of times they wanna stay in my studio, they don't wanna leave. They're like, it's so beautiful here, I wanna stay. Um, my, my virtual stuff, I just tell them, do you want 30 minutes or an hour? I'm here for you. And it's an easy, it's an easy appointment. You know, I can talk to three or four people within a couple hours. And I'm like, wow, I did the same amount of work and I got the same amount of results, but I was actually able to get her here because she's six hours away. So, but now I was able to work with her because this consultation was available. But now Brandy, I don't want anybody to get me wrong. Now people drive to come to my studio. I've had women drive three to four hours to get here to have events that we've had or a one-on-one -on -one session. And so your clients will still come to you if they realize how valuable that appointment can be for them. Do you feel you've had to shift in your rates at all being that you're doing things digitally i think i find that's a question and i get a lot yeah you know honestly i i never used to really charge for consultations you know i was like the cost would kind of it would weigh out because the product right they would come and chat with me and then they would end up wanting the product and that would kind of be how i would charge but now it's very it's touch and go um so i do have appointments that, that i charge for because I don't know if they just, they want to go shop at other retail stores. I don't know. So, you know, I just, I want to offer it to everybody. I'm like, I don't care what makeup you use and where you buy it from. I just want you to do it well and do it right. So I do have a charge to that now for my sessions because I don't want them to feel as though they only have to buy what I love. Um, and that's where my commission comes in. Right. So I do have a charge rate for that. Yes. Great. Great. So being that everything is a hundred 100% digital, 
do you now have like multiple things? Because it sounds like you do. You have your courses, your masterminds, you're teaching women video and everything. And then you still have a makeup clientele where you offer consultations and classes, right? Yes. Yes. So talk a little bit about the importance of that. Yeah, it's really juggling my schedule. I mean, I have a jammed, I say this all the time and I'm like, I literally don't know how I'm going to get this all done. Right. And I leave work and I'm like, I could stay for 10 more hours because there's always work to be done. Right. I'm sure you feel that way, but I'm a mom. I have two boys that are under the age of seven years old and they are in school right now. They're in a private school, which is very close to my job, my studio. Um, and so I have nine to two right? And then my husband picks them up some afternoon. So it gives me a little extra time, but it's really about the balance. And so I have to, I have a coach that helps me. Listen, we can't all do it by ourselves. I have a coach. She takes my schedule. She does this number and like twist it all together. And then she lays it out magically so I can be as productive as possible. So, you know, being an entrepreneur, you're going to find that you can start offering more things, especially being very virtual because your time, you're not on the road, you're not traveling a lot, you know, you can really um, get more done, I find, but that sometimes can hurt you because you feel like you can do, you, you're the yes queen. I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. I'm like, that's not right. Um, so yeah, it's just really about having having help, having somebody from the outside too looking at your schedule. And you're like, can I do this? Or how can I do this? And how can I make it all functional and work? Because I find also you have to be really good at one thing before you can add something else under your belt. You know, master that one thing, do it really well. And when you are really good at that, it is kind of at a place where it's not overwhelming. It's not exhausting. You can get in, get out and get it done. And then boom, you can start building this other thing. So that's really what I've done. I did my YouTube, boom. I'm really still building that and always will, right? And then I really added these new features because I want to help so many women entrepreneurs um, to be able to show up online and attract their audience. I'm like, you're missing clients. Get out there. I love that, Amber. That's a tweetable. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So it's like get really good at one thing before you start trying to add other things on. And I think oftentimes people will see someone like you who, who does multiple things and someone like me who does multiple things, but they don't realize it was a process. Like I didn't start off doing four things, you know, <laughs> like not at all. So it's a process before you can get to that next thing. So I'm glad you shared that for sure. So it's been so much fun talking to you. Before we go, I want to get into this challenge. So let's talk about the five-day challenge that you have. Yes. Okay. Now go right now to createcontentacademy.com. Again, Brandy said she'll put all that in the show notes. So super easy. Uh, but go there and then you can just go ahead and download, put your email in and it'll send you the five-day challenge automatically. So easy, but it's really going to help you wrap your head around what you want to do, how to do it, um, what your gifts and talents are. It's going to help you niche down and vision out your dreams and your why and your purpose. Um, understand who you're talking to. It's really going to do all of that for you. It's amazing how in five days you can be like, wow, this is so eye-opening, right? Um, so I really, really encourage you to download that and get it because that's exactly what I had to do to get to plan B, right? So I did A, which was that challenge. And then I got to B and I was like, okay, now I can start really seeing more into the 
future. Um, so the challenge is amazing and it's beautiful and it's seamless. You can print it, you can type right there from your computer. It's great and save it. It's amazing. Awesome. It sounds like it. I'm definitely going to make sure I have all that information. So check out the challenge, everybody. So I want to ask you the last few questions that I like to ask everyone that comes on the podcast. So my first one is what's either your favorite book or book you're currently reading right now? You know what, Rob? So glad you asked this, honey. Let me tell you, I am not the book reader, but now I am. And I, it really shocks me to say that because let me tell you something, my friend squad, they're like, if you don't get your life together and start reading some books, get it together. So my goal in 2021 was reading one book a month. So I just finished, like I'm almost done with book number two for this year. I'm excited. But it was One Million Followers by Brendan Kane. Amazing guy. Is it Brendan or Brandon? Brendan. Brendan. Yeah, Brendan. He is, um, oh my gosh, Brandy. One Million Followers. It is the best book. But let me tell you, those that are like, you know, looking at books or whatever, you're a reader. This is how I loved it. I bought the Audible. I bought the book itself. And I went through with a highlighter. And I am using it as an amazing resource for me. I love it. It's so good. Awesome. I haven't heard of that one, Amber. I'm going to look into it today for sure. So 1 million followers. I'm definitely going to check that one out for sure. Yeah, you'll love it. Okay, thanks for sharing that one. So what's either your favorite quote or mantra that you like that you live by? You know, right now it's really start before you're ready. Your people are waiting for you to show up. That you know, I got several. I got get up, get cute, and get behind the camera. It used to be get out the door. Now I'm like, don't get out the door, girl. Just get behind the camera. Um, it is it that is what it is, truly. So yep, get up, get cute, get behind the camera, show up your people because they are waiting for you um, and start before you're ready. I love it. You know what I want to ask you because you are the content creation person and you're in that digital space. So what's what's your favorite tool that you use to operate in business? Um, truly, I love the source Trello. Do you use Trello, Brandy? I don't. I've heard of it, but I don't use it. It's going to change your world. So I've been using it for years and years, but I think I'm more in love with it now um, than ever in the last year or so, but it's great. It's a free download Trello.com. Um, you can pay and upgrade and have different features to it, but I do love that. It keeps me very organized with my content so I can plan out. I can put dates in there. I can do notes. I can even, the best thing about it is to, you can kind of move things around on the screen if you change your mind about when that content's going to release. Um, but it really helps you stay super organized. Um, and so we have a lot of thoughts, right? And so it helps you get your thoughts down so you don't lose them. And so Trello is an amazing tool that I absolutely love. I have several, but that's one right now that I'm, I, I love it for my content. Great, great. Thanks for sharing. Well, Amber, it's been so awesome having you on the podcast. Tell everybody how they can connect with you and follow you and all those great things. Yes. So first and last name, super easy. Amber Likens, L-Y-K-I-N-S. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or amberlikens.com. And that is one of the places that you will find everything about what I'm doing, what I offer, and you'll be the first one notified. So make sure you're checking out and subscribing and following. Um, You won't regret it. So it's, yeah, that's where you can find me. 
Awesome. Amber Like is everybody. I'll have all that information in the show notes. As always, stay great and we are out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you. So let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.